Now Luke McCaffrey lines up back behind Adrian. He gets the handoff around the left side, goes McCaffrey, 45-50. McCaffrey to the 45-40, cuts back to the middle of the field, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Knocked out of bounds inside the 10. Luke McCaffrey, who lined up as a wing, came into the backfield, took the handoff, and around the left side, all the way to the Buckeye 10-yard line. What a start. You know, as a player, as a confident player, you're always a little cocky, probably a little too much so, and so... I don't know if I ever doubted that, even if looking back probably wasn't as ready last year as I was this year. You, you always have the confidence and the, the belief that you can go out there and, and do well. It is another edition of our Cornhusker Conversation. Today we're happy to welcome in now Nebraska quarterback Luke McCaffrey. Luke, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks for you, man. How have you uh, just taken in the last uh, 14 days or so? I just embraced it, you know, have fun. F- football is my passion. It's it's my motivation, and so it's, it's been a blast. Football has been a part of your life pretty much your entire life, and you've been, you know, your entire life kind of led up to the moment where you made your first start. You were told you were, you were starting. What's what's the feeling then? You know, you get home and, um, you know, you have some time to yourself to kind of think about it and process it. What, what's kind of going through your mind after you've been told that, you know, that you're going to be handed the reins? Yeah, the biggest thing was to just keep preparing throughout the week to make sure that I was ready, that our team was ready, and, and we had all the necessary necessary things needed to go out there and play confident and play fast. Luke, we uh, chatted a little bit in the off season, just how we got to this point, and your coaches have been so complimentary of you, of, of just your work ethic and, and, the, and the work that you did to allow you to really get to this point. Uh, what 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 moment was it for you that you know you really knew that those steps need to be taken and, and that you were willing to take it and take on this role of you know thrusting yourself into this thing? I don't know if there was a moment specifically, but when when everything shut down this spring, being able to work out with my brothers and and have my dad there was something that helped push me and motivate me a little bit more to to maybe fine tune some more aspects of of my game. You uh, you commit to Nebraska as as quarterback and, and you come play here. Uh, your brothers have kind of been all over the place. Christian at Stanford, Dylan at Michigan, yet another one at Duke. You guys have been all over the map. What was it about Lincoln, Nebraska, that was appealing to you? Uh, the biggest thing that stood out was this coaching staff, Coach Frost, Coach Verduzco. Both of them were the the main catalysts in in why I'm here and and why I'm happy to be here as well. <laughs> You, I'm sure, garnered a lot of interest from a lot of places. When did that start? When, when did you really notice, you know, people kind of looking at you and, you know, you, you had a, you began your recruiting process, so to speak? Uh, after my sophomore year of high school. What, so offers start coming. I, I'm sure, you're, uh, you know, the name McCaffrey holds a, a certain amount of allure. So there, you had probably some eyes on you before, you know, you were even, you know, getting it, getting it turned up. But when did you notice yourself, Luke, as a football player, turn a corner in high school? Go, yeah, I, I have, I have what it takes. I can, I can go play at this level. I don't know if there was a moment exactly. That's that's what uh, every football player dreams of since they were younger, and so it's something I've always strived for and and always looked forward to. Walk through us your your origins at quarterback. You know, you think of your family lineage. Your your dad was a wide receiver. Your brother's a running back. Your other brother was a quarterback. You have another wide receiver in the family. How how did you get attracted to the quarterback position? Yeah, my dad kind of pushed all of us to be a quarterback since we were younger, and my older two ended up getting distracted with some other positions, and finally two stuck with with me and Dylan. So 
That's really what weird. is it about the position in. that you love? You know, just having your your hands on the ball and involved all the time. What was what is it about that position that you know you really love and you know you you just wanted to stick with it? Yeah, it probably has a little more availability to get the ball and be creative. You know, it's it's fun because offensive line and quarterback are the two positions that probably sub the least, and so to be on the field as much as possible is is something that's a blast. Do you remember your first season playing football? Do you remember the first time that you that, that you were allowed to, to go turn it loose? What, tell us about what that was like. Yeah, the Parker Hawks in second grade had my dad as my coach. <laughs> it was a blast. I remember my first season, I think we uh, we won one game. We were, we were smaller than our helmets. And then after that, it, it was it was fun from there. When you first started playing, what were you like just as a, I mean, I don't even know what to call it, not a student necessarily, but as a sponge? Because at this time, you've got, obviously, your dad you were looking up to, but you've had, you have a older brothers, too. Where, where were they kind of at in their careers and how seriously they were taking football when you were just starting? Oh, they were, they were my idols growing up. <laughs> so even throughout Little League, when, when my brothers were playing, they were always studs whatever level they were at and so just to watch them play and sit there on the sideline in awe I would uh, I would be at their games and be on the sideline just trying to reenact whatever they were doing with with whoever else was there whoever's younger brothers were there there's a fair amount of age gap between you guys so tell us like what a backyard football game in the McCaffrey house was like growing up like were the teams always fair was it the older brothers beating up on the younger brothers how did that typically go down now, so our teams for almost anything were Max, my oldest brother, who, who's 25 now, and Christian, who's 23, and they they would split up with me and Dylan, who are the younger two, and so so throughout that we would we would even them out a little bit. <laughs> so walk us through what a what a, what a what a game or a pickup game or it doesn't even have to be football, but basketball is like because I'm imagining your dad is involved in this in some capacity, and there there was probably some blood, sweat, and tears you know shed on a few driveways and backyards growing up. Yeah, I would definitely emphasize the uh, the blood and tears part of that one. <laughs> 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 who, whoever lost usually usually didn't say too much for the next couple of days and whatever we were competing with. <laughs> So you're so what well, you know this this is pretty unique to have to have three brothers all play Division one football at, at big time schools. Luke, when you're kind of experiencing this with them and they're deciding where they want to go to school, and then you're watching them play on Saturdays, what's that like as a younger brother? And then you see the success that they had, um, you know, on the field and, and even at the next level. Like, what, what's the is it surreal at all for you just sitting back and letting this all play out? Yeah, it's it's a huge blessing. There, there's something very thankful in my heart for that to be able to have role models like them on and off the field. You know, the people they are, not just playing football, but the, the passion they bring to life, to to our family, to the game of football is is something that's unmatched. And to have those role models in my life is such a blessing. And and the only word that comes to mind is how thankful I am. A lot of this conversation is geared towards your family because I know how important they are to you. It's clear watching your dad over the last few months how important you guys are to him as well. But uh, th th we are here to get to know you a little bit better. What's something about yourself that, that people may not know about you or would be surprised to know about Luke McCaffrey? Ooh, I, uh, when I was in high school, my brother could learn how to play the piano. I'll connect it back to my family. So, 
so I tried to tickle the ivories a little bit. I, I never <laughs> learned how to read music or anything, but uh, I tried to learn it just enough to where you can fake like you know piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if, as long as you're not doing the thing where you start on one end and go into the other, and you, and you can yeah. actually put some notes together, it, it does look like yeah. you know what you're doing. Um, again, to go back to that last conversation we had just about the pandemic, and I know you got some some very valuable time with your family. What what was that like as a teammate? You know, you've got guys from all over the country that um, are dealing with things their own way, and you know, you're a, as a quarterback or probably you know a guy that's probably relied on bringing people together. What what did this do for your leadership and just your voice and having to use your voice to keep the team together? It brought us together a ton. The, the communication that was allowed to be held through that when, when we're not in our normal day-to-day -day activities was something that helped bring us together. There, there were guys like uh, Decap, DiCaprio Boodle, and, and some of our other leaders, Colin Miller, who, who were able to communicate even when we weren't together. And so that made it, I think in the summer it was, when we were allowed to get back together, we, we all kind of bonded even more because we'd been through similar things and we had more experiences. More, uh, more aspects of our life that we could talk to that, that were more unique than, than maybe they would in a normal year. Luke, I know the season didn't get off to the start that any of us wanted it to with a couple of losses, but the win over Penn State, just seeing the scenes from the locker room as somebody who's covered the team for a while, it's, that, that's the most rewarding thing is to see you guys happy and to see that celebration locker room, to see Coach Frost bouncing around with a big smile on his face, makes the, all the hard work worth it. He has always said when this thing's turn, it's going to turn quickly and it's going to turn in a big way. I'm sure he's relayed that message to you guys as well. Within the walls of the locker room, Luke, how, how, how close do you feel this thing is to turning with all the work that you guys have put in? Just like anything in life, I don't know if there's a specific moment, but it's something that will only be, told, will only be told through time. You know, the biggest emphasis right now is consistency and, and effort. So there's a lot of things in that game we did well, but there's also a lot of things we need to fix. And if we can get those fixed, then, then the process can keep moving along. And so that, that journey and that end destination are kind of one and the same. You wouldn't be um, where you are right now without a lot of people, but Adrian Martinez is probably one of them. And... Knowing Adrian like I know him, you know he is he's mature bonded beyond his years as are you. What what has this relationship been like? Let's just start the first time you met him. Do you remember the first time you met Adrian and, and what he was like? Yeah, the first time I met him was after the Colorado game his freshman year. It was it was my official visit, and since that very moment, he's been such a good friend, good mentor, good teammate, all of the above, and and very thankful for having him in my life on our team and and around everyone we all know that that only one quarterback can play at a time and I know both of you want to be out there both of you want to contribute both of you want to win um and and I think this is a good lesson too for the younger guys for guys like Logan and Matty Masker and some other guys too that you know sometimes it's a journey and it's a process Walk us through just the relationship in the room, Luke, with all of you guys, and then wel welcoming in another guy and, and Logan and you know how you guys have bonded together as a quarterback unit, knowing only one of you can be out there at a time. Yeah, we take pride as a, as a unit, as a quarterback unit. We take pride in doing whatever's best for the team and, and helping each other in every sense, and, and that goes hand-in-hand hand from Matt Masker to Logan to Adrian, Braden Miller. And myself, we, we all take pride in being the most competitive guys on the team and, and going and giving our all no matter when we're asked. 
Luke, on, on our show a lot, we, we get questions about, you know, what, what, you know, what a typical week is like. And it's hard to really explain, especially in the life of a quarterback. So walk us through like a, like a Sunday for you after a game, you know, what, what you do to, to start your preparation and, and healing your body. What does a typical Sunday look like for you, uh, especially when you're carrying the ball as much as you do? Yeah, so step one's recovery. Even if you don't get hurt necessarily, you're always going to be a little sore. Hop in the pool, hop in the ice tub, get uh, Mark Meyer, Jason, Drew, all those guys do such a good job. Those are our training staff. And so anything that they can do to help, they will. Along with that, we have all the resources we need to help get our bodies right. And then it's just preparation. Start moving on to the next week. Maybe take a little time to evaluate what happened on Saturday and where we can get better. And then it's all it's all in the next week after that. A lot of preparation, a lot of physical and mental preparation too. Okay, Luke, with uh, Thanksgiving coming up, obviously circumstances are different now. But I'm only imagining the amount of food that has to be made by Mama McCaffrey when all the boys and, and your dad are together. So what is a typical holiday feast like and how much food is required to feed all of you? Oof, too much. My, my mom growing <laughs> up was always such a good cook. I feel bad for my, my dad now because once all the brothers left, then I think she stopped cooking a little bit. You know, we, we were uh, her motivation to cook and try new things. Now my dad has to start making some leftovers or grilling some burgers a little bit more. <laughs> but uh, what for is Thanksgiving, the... yeah, go ahead. It, uh, it just depends. We, we haven't been lucky enough to be together too much yeah. the past couple of years ever since we've been playing. And so it's usually a, a quick FaceTime or yeah. as many people that can get together as possible. Okay, so in a, let's just say hypothetically, everybody's together. You're all at home, and you get to pick one meal to eat with. You know, with mom makes. What are you going to eat right now? Uh, anything with mashed potatoes. I'm I'm a sucker <laughs> for those. I get hated on for putting ketchup on them, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. So when you're eating a Thanksgiving meal, Luke, do you do you put stuff on the mashed potatoes, or is it does it have to be isolated? Oh, isolated. I'm a I'm a clean eater. I'm the guy who had the little uh, the little lunch box where it separates your food in middle school. <laughs> so are you a gravy guy or just the potatoes by themselves? Oh, potatoes. I'll put some ketchup on it. But, okay. Uh, nothing other than that. Okay, man. Uh, well. well ha- I mean, I guess right now it's just kind of turning the page. What's the, what's the mojo of the team right now? The, I mean, the feeling of winning and losing, it's, it's just so vastly different. What's, what's the mood of the team this week, uh, maybe compared to others, you know, knowing that, you know, you go and execute, you can win football game? Yeah, we're, we're very motivated. That's the best word to put, even just walking in the locker room. We, we have so much more hope, and, and we kind of have a vision, if that makes sense. And so mm-hmm. – we're just getting ready for Illinois now and trying to get another one on the board. Have a good week of preparation. Luke, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for sitting down with us. Hopefully you can find yourself in front of some potatoes here in a week or so and, uh, and take, take care of that. Thanks so much, man. Um, great job last Saturday. It was fun watching you out there with your teammates bouncing around and having fun. Let's go get another one. Yes, sir. Thank you.